0: Hello, welcome to the Visions Gallery, where we go through my experiences in my life. I'm your host, Ethan. Today's picture we are viewing is a pity-packed death, which is sponsored by Troubled Sea Life, filled with amazing creatures that are surrounded by horrible litter and garbage. This picture is the first story out of many that will take us on a very personal and emotional journey. I hope my listeners step away from this journey, rethinking what it means to experience grief and what we need to accept the horrible deaths in life. Without any further wait, let's listen to my first experience of my pet cat dying. Most times I would try to play, hug, and protect it like it was a precious toy. There were moments that were only unique to me and my cats. One of those times I can look back at is when I couldn't understand my parents and my parents couldn't understand me. This was because I had limited words that I could use, and all I could do was grunt. When my dad had enough, he got annoyed and then enraged. He started to yell at me for not understanding what he was saying. I started to cry. My tears formed a thick and vast puddle all around my surroundings, with snot all over my face. I felt helpless and wanted to collapse on my knees as my dad hovered like a raging giant. My cat, Yao hastily ran over to shield me from my father's wrath. This is just one of the moments that is unique to my, only my cat and me. One July evening, I had the, one of the saddest moments of my cat. The cool air chilled the oppressive July heat as I soundly slept. In my fascinating dream, I was in an epic battle, Dinosaurs versus Apollo. My favorite battle dream was reaching Oak Crescendo with one smash of his knife, and then... Ethan! Ethan, wake up! Wake up! I felt someone wrestling me awake. Was it Apollo? Was I still dreaming? I slowly forced my tired eyes awake to find my mom looming over me. Her eyes were just as tired as mine. Are you awake? She said once again in my ear. Yes, mommy, I'm awake. I replied back. Honey, I need you to get dressed. We are going on a ride. I did what I was told as I got up, not questioning at all. I rubbed my my tired eyes and just myself. With each step down the creaky stairs, I started to feel a constant dread inside as my mom had never told me where were we going and why. Something must be bad, I thought to myself. My stomach churned and I felt the acid was burning a hole. Just then, my mom yelled at me again with panic in a voice. Honey, Please hurry up!" With haste, I dashed while I reflected on my mother's words. Honey, please hurry up! Those words weighed on me, more as I thought, why was she in a rush? I stomped on my way down the stairs with increasing suspicion. My parents hastily got their clothes on quickly, as with them time was short. They rushed me to the car, and my mom said to me once again breathlessly, Hurry up, honey, we don't have much time. I did what they instructed me to do as I got my shoes on regularly. I ran to the door of the car. We got out the driveway as fast as we could, going what was about 30 to 40 miles per hour but felt like 120 miles per hour to me. I could feel the force of gravity as we zoomed to an unknown destination. We were driving down the street as I wondered to myself with panic, what was going on and why are my parents panicking so much. Hello everyone. Thank you for reaching this part of this podcast. Well, halfway through the the story. So, I deeply thank you. We um we're going to go on a, a quick intermission. Um listening listening to this wonderful music thank you for reaching this far thank you welcome back to the podcast we'll, we will be resuming the story so far if you'd like to recap on what's going on please uh, go back to the beginning of the podcast in order to recap and without any more wait, let, let's get back into it in the dark car we sped to a sort of hospital getting very close each second Outside the building, there was a brightly lit sign. The building was called the Small Animal Emergency Hospital. My eyes only focused on the words emergency and hospital. I wanted to ask my parents what was really going on. But then I thought it was best not to not disturb them. All I can think of is... Something is going on, but I have no clue what the commotion was. We screeched into the parking lot as my mom said, We'll be back in a short while. Just stay here. I did what I was told and patiently waited for them. Time slowly passed by as I was trying to keep my mind occupied. I thought I should look for uh, around the parking lot through the windows and with partial vision I found a barn right across the small clinic. Something was suspicious about it but I didn't care to look again as I thought, what is taking them so long? A couple of minutes later it was pitch black. My dad held my mom holding her in his hands. As my mom got into the car with a wistful look. Taking a deep breath, she told me on the news on the way home. I'm sorry, Ethan to say Ethan, but she stuttered. But our cat ya went to the rainbow bridge, she said as she began to cry and sniffle. When the words finally got reached my brain, I I began to piece together what happened. The closer I got to the truth, the more heartbreaking it was. I was in shock and pain to find that a pet of mine had died. I hugged my mom knowing how hard it was to keep the truth in and spare me a long period of grief. The car sounded like a loud whale wailing in the ocean. I We cried the entire way home. And when we got back to the house, Everything felt different and surreal. It could be because we woke up in the middle of the night, or because we still felt like our cat was still here with us. Either way, we went to bed with our hearts filled with sadness and our souls hollow without your ya ya In the North Shore Animal League article, The Stages of Grief, Losing a Pet, The article explains five stages of grief when losing someone, mainly in this article, a pet. The article states that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross studied the stages of grief and described it as a slow, fluid process. The five stages in the article are denial. In In this stage, you begin to think that your deceased loved one is still there. We imagine what they would normally do when they are alive, when they aren't even there anymore. Number 2. Anger This stage is connected to denial where you mostly blame people for the pets or person's death. 3. Bargaining People on this stage would do unspeakable things to actually have a few more moments with their loved one. 4. Depression or Sadness at this stage, the people start to have, start to realize that they are in pain and they have to, they do have to expect it. 5. Acceptance. While hard, this will make you embrace that while the pet or person isn't there anymore, they're still with you in your, in memories, to remember on and on. This article connects to my story because when I found out my cat died, I went through these stages of grief. When I felt denial, I didn't believe the news that my cat died. I searched everywhere on the, around mm. the house, checking behind every nook and cranny. Mm. Shortly after, I felt the urge of anger. I would say things to my parents like, Why did she have to leave us? One day, as I sat in my room, I went through a bargaining stage. I would whimper through to my parents. I would do anything to get her back. Every day I would live through horrible days knowing that Yao Yao would never come back. And when I I thought nothing would get better, instead of crying, I faced the facts of life itself. These stages of grief happen to many people and they have to accept it. For me, I learned to get over it by spending time with my parents, mourning the death. Then I have realized that I didn't lose everyone in my life. I lost a pet, but I still had someone, something else with me. My family. Can we get another cat? It's been ages since we had a cat around, I told my parents. They looked at each other, probably remembering and mourning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we will get another cat, but you have to tell us which cat to get for us. As they said that, I cheered, knowing that we finally got to take care of a cat again. Let's wait for the weekend to get a cat, I proudly shouted. When the weekend came, we rode in the car to find our next cat. When we got into a room of cats, a veterinarian instructed us. When you find your cat, make sure you spend time with it and bond with it. When you're done, just tell us she then left the room and closed the door, giving us privacy. The room was bright with from the overhead and the outdoor lights there were cat hair. there was cat hair all over the room as my and my nose acted up as I sneezed a couple of times. Hot you? After I settled down, we looked to find a, gold, a small, ginger-orange cat curled up in its cage, looking at us with its golden eyes. This is the one I said with pride. Thank you for listening to this wonderful story about tragedy, death, and... and trying to get back up from a horrible death. I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.